0: there! Hello, landlubbers. Welcome to the Debrief Podcast. Podcast Hello. to you on a boat. It's live on a boat. Imagine if we were on a boat. We're not. I think in a year's time, if we're not on a boat, then this wasn't a success. No, and that will be the marker, everyone. Mm. And I'm talking like dinghy. Oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, we're one year old. Oh, <laughs> that's great. I wish I'd have known because I haven't prepared anything. Uh, neither have I. Okay. And that is very much in the keeping of this podcast. Yes. And uh, I hope we'll continue on. I've eaten a, a cake of my Happy own.
0: birthday to you.
1: It's such a bad song for one that gets sung so often. It's embarrassing,
0: isn't it? It lasts for
1: so long, it's unbearable. Uh, What a nice time we've had. We've had the best time. Gotta stick in there because we've got to be on a boat in a year. Yes, we have to really help. There's loads to do. Um, But yeah, genuinely, thank you so much for sticking with us. Yeah. People who've stuck it out from the very beginning, thank you. Thank you, newcomers. If this is your first ever day, welcome. Hello. There's loads more in the back. If you want to go and get something out the get back, get right up our get up our backside. There's loads out Climb there. In loads there. of things to learn. Um, it's been a real pleasure.
0: I liked the self care one that where Tom thought it was moisturising. Yeah, I love
1: that. I loved that. <laughs> that. Self care really has made a difference. I was telling someone the other day about the self care one that it's all. I was like trying to sum up in a sentence, and I was like, it's just about all those tiny little things that you do for yourself, making them as regular as brushing your teeth, because Mm. in the same way that we're all like, oh, I haven't had a vegetable in days, you would never say to someone, I haven't brushed my teeth in two weeks. (laughs) 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 Everyone, Everyone would be like, that's, that's awful, disgusting. that's disgusting. <laughs> so we brag about like our lack of sleep and, you know, not eating well and, and whatever, but we would never, you just got to move everything up to brushing your teeth level.
0: Um, one of my favourite ones, which I think shouldn't have been so good, yeah. because we ended up going hysterical halfway through and we hot caught some laughing, was, yeah, it was Hot mm-hmm. Hands, was how to write a truly excellent CV and be amazing at job interviews. Now that sounds like too niche and specific. And if you're like, I'm not a crazy one. Genuinely, we lost our shit. I really like loved. halfway through that one. We really were laughing, and that was really fun. Um,
1: I, I really loved the tidying one, the Marie Kondo episode, yes. um, where you had a revelation in about real time my Buddha head. about your Buddha head in real time. Yes, that was really I really powerful. loved that. Tom, have you got a favourite one?
0: Well, obviously, Hasplant plants is um, legendary. <laughs> um, I I really like life hacks. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was oh, yeah. useful. I've had genuinely learned so much. Have you? Aww. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really and, and improved myself as a person. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's all we need, isn't um, it? What we're saying is happy birthday. Happy birthday. And what adult thing
1: have you done? Yeah. Uh, mine is that I have been to the hairdressers for the first time in a year. Well done. Thank you. I, I can't remember the so I went to the No, I haven't been for a whole year. I've been cutting my hair myself. <laughs> That's fine. And they, Yes, it is fine. Gina had cut my hair Yeah, when she was drunk. Yeah, but Gina's very talented. She's not at like hair cutting. She's never done it before. But she did that balayage on you one time in the bath, remember?
0: That was good. Yeah, she's really she efficient, talented, Gina. Yeah.
1: Um, no, I've just been sort of doing it myself and, and getting away with it. Mm. Because I think if you don't have like a bob or a cool style, you absolutely can just... Yeah. Have, have a go have, have at it anyway I not only went to the hairdressers I booked an appointment because I never do that normally it's just raining and I'm walking down the street and I'm like walking to this hairdressers mm. um, I went to my appointment like a real grown up I had the patch test because normally I just lie when they say yes. have you been here before I'm like yes and then and they and then then slowly blow up yeah yeah when they, exactly they say who did, who did it before and I say like John and Matt then, Matt and John <laughs> work as a team. Last time we went to the hairdresser's, actually, I didn't have my hair cut, but we did go that time at Christmas. Remember <gasps> when we went a to Christmas party? Uh, the, we went for <laughs> we took ourselves for a Christmas party to this hairdresser's called Blade in Soho, and they've made a thing called hair clubbing. Uh, we had cocktails, just, we had cocktails, and we had blow dry. I had curly hair at the end, and of we hair. had curly hair, and it, we we just walked down the street shaking our shaking hair, it. and uh, and then we had to go to a meeting afterwards and drunk, and we.
0: Looked so good. And we looked so
1: good. And we really were like, this is how we look all the time. It's not. Um, yeah, we had a really lovely time. Yeah, go so, hair
0: clubbing. It's go really hair fun. Clubbing. It's called
1: Blade and Soho. It was so
0: fun. And they give you a cocktail. Can you tell my hair? Yes, it looks great. It doesn't look any different. No, it doesn't. <laughs> say it, it really doesn't look any different. It's, you would never know. But hey? that's good because I think if you had done something weird with it, I would be like, okay. Whereas it just looks like Tessa's hair. So that's good. Exactly that's right. Good. That's what you need. My adult thing backfired in my face. Pretty much like the Bean Burgers last night, mm. last week. I wanted to go dancing in the club. In the club. In the club. What kind of um, oh, dancing? Oh, the night was called Ladies of Your Men at Home. That was the night. Wow. Yes. How did you know you, you read it like that when you saw because it written down? Because it's... It had a picture of Jesse's child above it. Ooh, I've got a tingle in my spine. Yes, Do it right. again. Lilies of your man at home. Ooh. The club is full of... And it was all that sort of music. I was so excited. So me and um, my sister used to live together and now we don't. And so we've got this thing like every quarter where we like dress up and go out. And I turned up to the flat and I was wearing, like, jeans and stuff. And she was like, no! And then put, like, a silk dress on me. And it's was like, oh, okay. And we um, had some gins, watched um, Beyoncé, at uh, the billboards from 2011, cried, then went to this night. I'd actually, like, pre-bought tickets, £5. We got there. It's raining. There's it a huge queue. I'm like, it's all right, because I've bought tickets. Apparently the queue was tickets and non-tickets. So we oh. had to wait outside for 45 minutes. I was oh. like... This is where adulting is tricky. That is the thing. When you have planned ahead... And you still and get still burned. And get burned. So I'm like, well, like, now, now next time I'm not going to buy no, tickets. And that's awful because I should. It's infuriating, isn't it? It's absolutely infuriating. Because I once read this advert, and I can't remember what it was selling, and it just said, the world belongs to those who check. And I was like, oh, it does. And I never check anything. I'm always like, yeah, I presume that's fine. And this was the, a time I didn't. My adult thing is, I'm not going to let that stop me booking ahead next time. I will continue to try and be as planned as possible. I hate waiting to get in to dance somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Was it a good night? It was astonishing. I bet. It was astounding. Banger after banger. Consistent onslaught of bangers. Um, That's wonderful. What a good thing. And also, so
1: nice to go to those things i've never ever planned to go to a night and gone to me a, neither i so just we do, should now do i'm old we should do more of it though because yes. there are cool nights and things to do somebody told me that every court five of them friends go on a fake Hindu. they pick somebody who's the bride oh they my God, get I'm like dead. dressed
0: i'm dead that's I'm, an incredible right idea.
1: they get dressed up they like call ahead to clubs and say like we're coming sharon's getting married we're coming because so they get free drinks oh, yeah, yeah yeah, they get like and obviously like, they do pay to get in and whatever yeah. but like there's free drinks there's like everyone wants to talk to them because they're a Hindu. like they're they're just That's like so they have the time of their lives and they do that once every six months and they take turns being the bride I was like that is absolutely genius because an actual Hindu is so it's full of like different groups different friends really somebody somebody's to. mother the mother-in-law is there like it's all everyone's trying to keep things fun actually it's fun yeah. and you know it can be really stressful but just going as a group uh, you know you yeah. or a gang
0: the people you'd actually want Want to go on your hand do on your actual <laughs> hand, do. and also crucially, it's pretend. Yes, yeah, so, so you don't have any like wedding stress. Like ah, no... I can't buy anything because the wedding's Yeah, so expensive. yeah, yeah. yeah. You haven't be like yeah, 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 yeah. But in your mind, you'd be like the flowers because <laughs> no, 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 because no. the wedding's coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's such a brilliant idea. That's wonderful. So go on more planned activities with your pals. With your pals. Um. So this podcast episode is about how to be a good intern, how to be a good work experiencer. Because, good Lord, me and Tessa have done it in enough places and been quite bad and then also all right and then got better at it to the point where we got jobs. So surely we have some words of wisdom. And if not, you can just learn from our mistakes. I asked people on Twitter what the most embarrassing thing they've done on work experience was. And we got some absolute crackers. Like, it's so great as well because everyone here is now has a job and is successful and it just shows that you we're all humans and we all make stupid mistakes yeah and it's the worst the thought of that on your work experience making a mistake that's you're just terrified you don't want to speak in case you sound silly like yeah i'm sure it's out
1: there but i would read a book called this one time that was just famous people telling little short stories about dreadful things they've done right because if you are having a tough tough old time go and read somebody's autobiography and just read the first Couple of chapters, yeah,
0: and then not the one successful, and then forget. No. Like, don't you don't want to save read it for later when, when you're save it successful? Save it for later when you're like,
1: oh, yes, I can imagine that Hollywood party. Yeah. But like, read about the terrible, the terrible job. Yeah, like Chris Pratt sleeping in his car. Yeah,
0: read oh, about that. Oh, read about Tom Hardy's MySpace, and you know, like, read about the Steve early... Jobs when he was like, I think he's always been quite successful, has not he? Don't read about, don't job. read about Steve Jobs. I don't know actually. I don't know enough about Steve Jobs. I don't know why I brought. Him I've out. watched the film and very much enjoyed it. Steve Jobs' film? Not Michael Fassbender. Not,
1: yes, Michael Fassbender, not Ashton Kutcher.
0: Mm. I didn't even know he played Steve Jobs. Oh, poor Ashton Kutcher being like... Can you imagine like, oh, I'm going to play Steve Jobs and then Michael Fassbender plays yeah, yeah, Steve Jobs. Yeah, but also
1: it's in an amazing film. It's really mm. well made. Even if you're like, I don't care. Which yes, I don't. I don't. But it's really, really good film.
0: But I bet he's made some, some clangers. So have you ever... Done anything embarrassing in work experience? Yes, of course I have. Do you have any you would like to share? Yes, I'll share them. I
1: did various different internships in various different industries. Was chronically hopeless at all of them because I didn't understand what we were doing. Right. I just couldn't grasp the job. I never asked any questions mm. out loud. I was just in my head, being like, "What are
0: we all doing?" Right. Here? Oh, I see. Okay.
1: So I couldn't understand things, and especially if you work in an industry that's, like, relatively creative and involves, like, a level of, like, pitching or things. So you're, mm. like, working on a project that may not happen. Yeah. That, to me, was, like, really tricky to get my head around and to understand what we would do. I couldn't, I just didn't understand anything. Mm. No one explained anything to me. And well, um, people
0: don't. They just no. go, like, oh, hi. And you spend, like, the first four hours getting a fucking login. And then they're, like, okay. You're, like, and now what? And now what? And I can't check my emails because I don't... Have an email here. Yeah, like, I don't know what I'm doing. What do you, and then you just have to have be in that horrible position of just hoping people give
1: you work. Yeah, it's dreadful, which we will return to. Oh, yes. Um, I worked for six months for a company uh, where we made TVCs, and I did not know what TVC stood for until I left. What was it? Television commercial. I once attached a document to a client, and I instead attached a picture of a moose. <laughs> <laughs> it was just on my desktop, but it was oh, on the God. company desktop, so I'd obviously been, like, Googling moose. <laughs> they found things I'd been making on paint. <laughs> well, I'm. I am actually. <laughs> I'd forgotten how good I am. I'm phenomenal at paint. Don't I doubt that. In my like pre Photoshop days, mm. um, and I remember making the mistake of showing somebody I worked with who I thought would get would like be on board, and they were so not on board.
0: What are this? They, how? They Which just like, shows you your pet? Someone's paint thing. Well, because at it least. was
1: obvious that I'd made it at work. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I thought they'd be like, ha ha, yeah, we're all doing that, oh. you know. But they no, they weren't. No. Um, once. I let I and I was actually this is I was actually like got it more together and like was being a bit more efficient at my job. There was like a sort of boss guy who didn't so I didn't know my name or whatever, but like was there. And it was quite a small-ish office. And I left for the day, coat on. It was the winter. Was took an apple from the like fruit bowl on my sure. way out because I was very poor and hungry. Yeah, took my apple for the journey home. And I was wearing that fur coat of mine that like buttons to the chin. I know, you know the one. Yeah, um, it's black. It looks very old fashioned. And I walked down to. <laughs> of stairs and then suddenly thought oh I'll go to the loo and I, instead of walking back up I just went to the loo on that floor didn't lock the door and my and I was all sat in my coat with the apple in the par- resting in the palm of my hand just th- looking straight ahead on the toilet but thinking about my day de- like just thinking about how tired I was like I just was in this I remember even thinking like what a funny position I'm sat in staring dead ahead and also it was winter so my hair was up in a bun and I'm ghostly white mm. and then the top boss walks in <sighs> We make eye contact for so long, neither of us, I can't articulate like how bad, but also he can tell he's so shocked by the coat, the apple, like the whole whole thing is not just like he's walked in and someone on the loo, he's like, why are you here on this floor? You've gone actively to this floor to go and like hold this apple in the toilet, like it looked so insane and then neither of us spoke and then he just left and then we never spoke again and then... (laughs) I just, he never even like could look me in the eye or come in the same room. I just recall so vividly what it was to be the bottom of the ladder yeah, and to never because you, know. Because you
0: don't have any like, cachet. People make mistakes all the time at work. If you were the head creative or the head something yeah. and that happened, you'd be like, oh, God, John, Oh, I've got yeah. a coat on my apple. You'd yeah, make yeah, it into yeah. a thing. Exactly. Whereas when you're, when you're the work experience, you can never make anything into a thing. Yeah. And so Rhiannon... Derbyshire says, "I once sliced my hand open with a Stanley knife while cutting out magazine proofs. Was so shy, I quietly bled all the way to the bathroom, left a trail of blood stains stayed in the carpet. It's okay, I'll just bleed. Yeah, it's like oh, I, don't, I prefer to bleed than tell someone and ask I don't someone want to for be a bother. Yeah, my first work experience was at a very big." arguably the biggest broadsheet um, like magazine supplement. And I, it was like a dream to work there. I also, I'm from the North, and I'd come and stayed in London specifically. I'd never really been to London before as well, so I was just terrified. And got there, and they clearly had just this like roster of consistent work experience. It was just like, who's the one today? Okay, they double booked us, so there was this other girl there as well. Oh and it God. was like, both of us were like, well, I guess it's a fight to the death, but it wasn't really fine. To that she'd been she'd done a journalism course and I hadn't, so they just gave her everything, and I sat there doing absolutely nothing for an entire week. I would go up and be like, "Do you have any work?" And they be like, "Oh," and and then you feel like you're being an issue. Yeah, oh, it's the because worst because you're like, I know it's annoying, and I know you want to do your job, and you don't need to like. Because actually technically thinking up stuff for me is like an extra job. So why am I not helpful? But so after like three days of doing that, I was like, I'm just I just didn't know what to do. Like I couldn't go on. The internet and just like mess about because there are people behind me that could see. So I just had to just type things. And I, I remember being completely like brain dead when you get a computer day. that is backs
1: to the wall. It's you're a, a joy. Like, ho, I've hit yes. I am at peak. This is nirvana. We're yes. away.
0: Then you find out that they can look at all the stuff that you're browsing on. But, like, if they take the time to go and look up what you're doing. Yeah, they never will because they don't care about the work experience often, which is a horrible thing. But that's that feeling that you're feeling of like, oh, I feel really, it's like, yeah, it's because they don't know what they want from you. We've got so many experiences and we're going to talk about loads of things that have happened on work experience because that's why like that's the problem that's the first thing to you need to realise is that everyone feels like that Yeah, it's like everyone's like oh work the job the office what? like even if it's a really practical hands on thing the first couple of days are going to be terrifying. terrifying and that's okay because no one's expecting you to come in and be like get that off my desk by 6pm Jill like no yeah. one wants you to do that your job is to just be there to be like to be on time To be presentable and to ask to see if you can help. Be friendly and then unfortunately just sort of like take whatever they give you. And if they don't give you stuff, you can't really complain, which is the horrible thing. But you just have to like just get through it. Yeah. I think just get through it. Get
1: through it. I think there really is no answer or solution. Mm. So I think the main thing is to accept I think that's a big part of it is that you go in being like okay what's needed from me and the answer is nothing nothing is needed and so you constantly feel like you're failing because you're like this can't be right like this can't be it it is right but that is it that is right and actually sometimes
0: for eight hours be hot for eight hours and then incredibly bored for the next six days yeah that's kind of but also I've had other work experience placements that have been really hands-on yeah and that's terrifying but the, the days go really quickly you feel so much happier oh my goodness yeah. you you're like oh this is what the world is like and they are wonderful and then the same with both of those is that you either or you just have to turn up on time and you have to just do do your best and it is just about doing your best and being like i think people get very i remember getting very very stressed and like wanting to be like work mode and you're like yes be professional but don't worry about having a chat to someone in a normal Mm -hmm. way because they're not weird robots they're like fully normal people as well i've been in offices where we've had work experience and the most successful ones are the ones who have sort of chatted mm. very unsuccessful ones are the ones who have been incredibly rude and like over the top like this is me and arrogant yeah 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 don't do that like it's not impressing anybody they like equally unsuccessful is people that don't say anything thankfully in the, in the office that i was at i was in charge of the work experience so i gave them loads of stuff to do so they'd be silent and then I could see that they're an excellent writer or they weren't. But the thing is, if I wasn't giving them work and they were just fully silent, then you're just anonymous. And I guess that's better than like, you know, doing something horrific and and never being able to live it down. But you're not going to do anything that horrific. Yeah. You are just, the absolute worst case scenario is it's going to be anonymous and it's not going to lead to a job. Yeah. And I think if you are somebody who's who is looking after
1: interns mm. or is somebody in the office where you have interns come if you're not one yourself but you have work experience people coming in i know sometimes you're like oh god like they are actually I think of things to do they're a hindrance because i'm not giving them anything important to do they aren't it's impossible for me to give this person who's only here for five days to understand what it is i need from them yeah because often you're people arrive being like how can i help and you're like ah unless you can get into my brain and, you can't, And yeah. come and, and know... And, and I, all my emails and like, no. You, no, you literally can't help me. So I think just take that time to be like, but what job can they do? Actual useful stuff and all like bulk work that you're like, oh, I do wish I, you know, I don't have time to do this. So yeah. just take 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 20 minutes to like really think of what would be useful.
0: And on the other hand, when you are on work experience and you do get like a job, when you get asked to do something and you get so like, oh God... That you don't listen to a thing, or mm-hmm. you forget the exact thing that they said, or you're like, what is that? Mm. Ask the question. Go, sorry, I'm not quite sure. Can you explain to me what that is? No one is going to be like, Ugh, you idiot. You're so deep into like the work
1: speak with your colleagues that yeah. it does never occur to you to, like what that sounds like to an outside person.
0: Oh, can you go in the back of Magneto and just uh, edit a few shads because yeah, for like, them? What? Magneto a shad? is
1: a word that they it's they're actually used. harder for them to be like, hang on, what do people call Magneto? Oh yeah. yes because- Or
0: Slack. Like Slack is that WhatsApp in offices. So they're like, Oh, just like Slack me. And you're like, What does Slack what me does mean mean? Need- just say thing. In a nice polite,
1: non like because it makes you want to be like,
0: I don't know what yeah, that don't doing. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so just saying, just
1: say like absolutely so sorry. You can you just walk me through that?
0: Yes, perfect. Like everything, you're blagging. Just say it in a really assertive way. Yeah.
1: And everyone will be like, oh my goodness,
0: I'm so sorry. It's the message you system. Know. Like, of course
1: you wouldn't know that. Because yeah,
0: they, like, they should not be saying those things to you because you don't
1: know. Yeah. This is the very, yeah, just put your bar slightly lower for interning. Like, this is all that's demanded of you. Be on time. Look reasonable. Yeah, I'd say look reasonable. If you can. Yeah. Be dressed. Yeah. You're on time. You're dressed. Nice and smiley. Mm. Try and be helpful if you can yeah just accepting that you are never going to be you're just working on it yeah. slowly and don't expect to be amazing at it Yeah, i had so many
0: heartbreaking things where like i did my journalism meme and then i would have an internship for like a month i mean it's there's a specific one that i remember i interned it for two months at a magazine and i was paid very little and i was had a bar job in the evening so I was like absolutely that good and um then at the end I was like well this is going well Like I'm doing all the things they're asking mm-hmm. me I'd also done quite a few work experience things before yep. So I was like I know what an office feels like I'm not completely freaked out They'd asked me to stay on for the month that mm-hmm. I had And like, I was like well hang on what's going on And then I went back in to pick up some things. And they were like, oh, this is Rachel. So she's doing that job that you were interning for. (gasps) I was 24 and uh, had just done the most expensive MA of my life and a year of interning. Rachel was 18 and had just come out of school and was the daughter of someone in the company. And I, I just could not stop crying. (laughs) I was like, this is not fair. And it's like, that's unfortunately what you're entering into now is this contract of like, well, hang on, I do I need something from this. You're just getting experience of being in, in an office. Obviously, you know, the goal is to get hired, but don't feel that the goal is to get hired from that particular placement always. Yes, and be very prepared for that not to happen, and to be able to tell yourself it's okay. This is another get another
1: one. This is just a stepping stone on the way somewhere. Yes. Because I can't tell you how many jobs I've applied for that were already taken by somebody's child. Yes,
0: weirdly, my grandma got <laughs> it. Yeah, grandma <laughs>
1: got it. Unfortunately, now we are being
0: quite down. I've got my like radar being like boo boo. If like we're being quite down on work experience. However, it's a really good way of just seeing what an office is like before you get a job, and then you're literally being paid to do the thing, and then it's ter- like you know, then it's terrifying. So this is the time when, when you should be making mistakes. Let's lift us up again, lift you up, and just accept that
1: like you will make mistakes, you will be bad at it. Just accept that this is one. No, none of these people stayed at the job. They went that they did these mistakes at. They no. went on to much greater, better, brilliant things somewhere else. So it's just, work
0: experience, exactly. Just hang it's in there. It's an experience. Take that experience, baby. Here it goes. Um, so Dolly Alderton says, I worked at Take a Break magazine calling in and reviewing ready meals. I stuffed them all in the fridge before the weekend and the door didn't close properly. Came back on Monday to find the whole giant fridge empty and professional cleaners fumigating the kitchen. Yes. Uh, now, Nat Lert has an absolutely excellent one. I once took literally an overheard conversation about the CEO. Yeah, he's basically dead in the water, Giles. Told everyone who called that the CEO was dead. <laughs> no! The CEO no, the, no. Ce- <laughs> the CEO then came out of his office to tell me I'd made his wife cry. No! Yes. Yes. Oh my god. <sighs> this is some serious no. stuff. <laughs> this is my personal favourite. One time I accidentally dropped my notepad on a US senator from the press gallery. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> Imagine you're watching your notepad fall onto a man's head. I just think it's great. Um, now, and I need to say beforehand that nothing was harmed in this story. A virgin technician, when he was fitting a box on his first day, he drilled into the wall in order to put cable through when he heard a yelp and had drilled into the dog. <gasps> the dog was Okay. But he had drilled into it. That was at Jeffrey Reed's. Oh my god. Um, My mum once had to sit
1: with an AA man who cried in the back of her car. He she had broken down, called the AA, a kid had arrived on his first day, (gasps) not had the things, got so cross, thrown the spanner, like kicked my mum's tire and thrown the spanner, and then gone and like gone to the back of his car. And my mum, I guess because she has her own teenage children who you who know, kids could, could who could imagine what that was like yeah. for them to go through, When and gave him a hug and he sat with her in the back while he cried. And she was like, You can't do that, okay? Oh. I Someone could just complain to the AA. You know, you've got to be the knight in shining armor, okay? You've got to show up, even if up. you don't have
0: your things, even
1: if you don't have the right things. You've got to be brave for me, okay? Because I'm the
0: one that's called you and <laughs> so to fun. give marks. You do. You have to give people hugs. You have to. Um, I'm going to say my one now, yeah. which is really bad. Okay. Oh, so I was on. Uh, I was uh, training as a journalist, and we did a day in the coronary court which is where people go um, when someone has died and to determine the cause of death. (sighs) So I was writing and, you know, one of the things was obviously turn your phone off. Like, obviously. So I did. I turned my phone off. And I went in. Some of them were just really just getting, get out. Grandma's dead. Leave. One of them was incredibly emotional. A, a, A son had died. And they were hoping to get... Through to an upper court, and it, it, I mean, you can see how I'm talking about this. I never went back to coronary court reporting yeah. to an upper court. Mm-hmm. Um, they were told that that wasn't going to happen. The parents are crying. My phone was one of the phones that when an alarm came on, it turned the phone on. So my alarm starts going just as the mum is crying, and uh, my housemates had changed my alarm to be porn sounds. (gasps) So in a coronary court, while the parents are crying... There is porn sounds coming very loudly no, from my phone. No. I had to leave the court and I obviously got a zero for the day immediately. I, I couldn't go back to, to uni that day, obviously. And that, yeah, that's like the worst thing that happened
1: to me. Oh my
0: God. I've still, I can still see. I can tell. I can still see. you having a very
1: physical reaction. Me
0: going through the bag and it's going, uh, uh, and people crying about their dead son. Oh my God. <laughs> So uh, um, right, we'll just go through some like uplifting ones so I don't have a meltdown. Yeah, um, back up, back up. So Hannah Lay Pryor um, has got a couple of really nice ones. My boss asked me to order him a desk plan for the next day. A giant tree tender the store. I think is amazing because that's that thing where it's like now that's just funny, but at the time imagine the mortification. Oh my goodness, I've You'd got I've so got upset. another hot
1: one. Yeah, um, was asked to do a in food delivery for a whole a uh, shoot that was taking place a cooking mm. program the which like an entire crew of 20 people were there oh, and no. needed to be there and there was only this one day uh-huh. and I had to do this huge food order I had done it so well like yes. I spent my whole day doing it then it had to do this like sec this like there was a second level at the checkout that you had to do and the lady who'd shown me how to do it was like, okay, so like you put your things in the basket, and what she'd put in was uh, just two very expensive bottles of champagne just to show me how to do it. Then no. she was like, then you just, and no. then I'd taken those out, put everything in, I checked it ruthlessly, had not done the final checkout. So at 8 a.m. for the film crew, two bottles of Dom Perignon showed up <laughs> and absolutely nothing else. <laughs> And it was like it was Saturday and I remember them. I was like so chuffed and I left on the Friday being like, mm, I've smashed my job. I've done it. And then Saturday morning, eight, eight twenty. Do you get the feeling where like hey? You, do you remember what happened that like, you know, just like this hey? And as soon as I saw the hay from the person I like knew had gone, I knew immediately yes. before I'd even opened the message what had gone wrong. I feel hot. Do you get like I'm um, dripping in sweat? I get the, like
0: um I get I go fully cold. I have cold when that happens. Yeah. And like I can't feel my arms. Yeah. That's it's what I just feel. like it's horror. It's like your ass has fallen off as well. Do you know what I think that's is it's it's like a
1: dying yes it's, it's dying no it's like um that f- immediate uh, panic uh, fight or flight to which your brain and your body are trying to be like what do you need what do you need what do you need and there's nothing you can do uh, but, but but while you're trying to think of what well, obviously there's nothing to do but in that when those things happen your body takes all the blood away from places that aren't necessary to send it straight to your brain right. to be like we're all here helping so that feeling out of your arms is exactly. literally blood. blood coming out and of, your ass dropping off your ass is like ma- we don't need your don't need and your like, your ass that butterflies anymore. in your tummy is like blood out of the stomach be like digestion's not crucial here yeah, you shut need that to get down. those Dom Perignon's out of it honestly <laughs> like it's like what can we do what can we do and so all the blood is running there which is why your whole body feels cold There's and light one
0: that uh, came in which is very similar in in terms of that which might make you feel better it was actually your friend Lucy Hancock hello Lucy hello, Hancock, Hancock. <laughs> um, Lucy says um, I messed up the lines on a spreadsheet and sent fleets of journalists to a full day of different press days at the wrong address and the wrong time oh my god and it's that thing where it's like that is when you're doing work experience you don't expect like, as we've said quite a lot Earlier, you don't expect to be doing things that are actually like fully important. Yeah. It's just like, oh, just get there, show up. Yeah. But then you're given something, and then that's why when when the person is talking to you, giving you the instructions, I remember in my head just being like, oh god, don't get this wrong. And like, well, no, I didn't hear it because I was to be screaming. Yeah, and then when you do it properly, when it goes wrong, it my does. Heart feel like, is pounding. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> but the thing is, is that's why it. that's why these like experiences that have come in are so excellent because. It's to, it's just saying to you over and over again, whatever has happened on your work experience, it's fine. Someone has done it worse yeah. and it's fine. And also someone will be do, will, will do it next week and they get paid to do it. So yeah. like They have no excuse. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas you have all of the excuses. There's a really nice one um, that Bella Younger has said. When I was at the BBC uh, um, doing work experience, a producer asked me if I was around that weekend and if I could shoot. I said, yes, my dad has an estate in Scotland. He said, <laughs> I meant, can you use a camera? <laughs> Which is double burn because it's like, oh, I've just told you how rich I am. That's so great, (laughs) excellent. That is Um, so great. And then this one, which makes me go so hot. This is Theodora Leludis, and I'm so sorry if I've mispronounced that. Last day of Fashion Mag internship, they gave me a Gucci box as a thank you. Got really emotional. Told them it was the best internship ever. And wow, that's so generous. I never owned anything from Gucci. Opened it. It was an H and M ring. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> had to backtrack like I knew it was a joke. Can you imagine everyone's looking at you because everyone goes like, oh, and then you're like, I love Gucci, ah! Like the thought of just oh. having to, and everyone knows that you're, oh, just, oh, I'm so hot. Okay, so also what I didn't do was um, Hannah Lee Pryor, the uh, giant tree girl, yeah. also said, um, <laughs> she she once signed off a phone call to a guy from J.P. Morgan with, love you, bye. I mean, I've called so <laughs> many people dad, like so many people dad or mum oh oh god yes someone was on like PR work experience so doing like events mm. The the girls sent them with like the clipboards and she refused an old dishevelled looking guy um, entry to a rock and roll exhibition that the company were PRing as his name wasn't on the list and his, it was Jimmy Page <laughs> and then she said that he was alright about it but the boss like ran over and like knocked the clipboard out of her hand and threw her to the floor was like please come in but that thing as well I remember going to like events and being like I don't know the celebrity I'm supposed to be yes. interviewing I don't know or like going to like a, boot, a launch of some boots or something and then being like I turn up on my own that's the first rule don't go on your own but mm. I'd be like well, I don't know anyone here, and I don't know what the boots are, and what am I supposed to do here? And that horrible, and then re- refusing entry to someone massive is just so great. Conversely,
1: though, I have in later years gone gone to things that I'm definitely not invited to, mm. and just smiled so confidently, but with a slight edge in my eyes, like, oh, it's <laughs> not worth your job to not let me in. Because That's I know what it's like to hold that clipboard and to be like, lovely. Please come in.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Please.
1: you Because you don't know who anyone is. So you're like, if people if people smile confidently, you're like, I assume that you're my boss. Please enter the room. <laughs> yes, like, yes. You know, so I do, I have dined out on that.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Because I think everyone's doing it. They're um, like, okay, I'll just write your name down on the bottom. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I please love Please come that. in, enjoy it, get a drink. And I'm like, I will. <laughs> um, another one I, I really like is at Shockproof Beats great Twitter handle, um, says, while interning at a radio station, I applied for a permanent job there, stressing my impeccable proofreading skills, but I misspelled proofreading um, and spelled it poofreading. <laughs> like, <laughs> brilliant. Like, that's- Incredible. Hopefully they thought it was a... Gag? Yeah, maybe he thought it was a joke. He doesn't actually say whether he I got the job. I was somewhere where um, there was a very, very good-looking guy called Max um, who had I a baby. I worked there as well, and I spent the whole time opposite him being hearing about this sexy man, and I, I literally didn't even notice him.
1: Oh, he probably was wearing the wrong trousers. Probably.
0: <laughs> probably. But he has this baby... Be- extraordinarily
1: beautiful baby ugly baby shut your I'm mouth joking. He it's a lovely baby Who wore these Oshkosh dungarees like, he was just adorable yeah. and he was once on the phone like doing some kind of cool d- you can't see me everyone but I've got the phone between my ear and my head and I'm doing I'm closing a deal with Japan of and course. I've also got my Oshkosh baby it was baby. a food blog <laughs> it's a food blog I've got no he was closing an important deal and I'm also uh, got my Oshkosh baby on one hand doing like the baby's looking adorable he's like doing up and down like this like ultimate sort of fathering like yes. he just looks like the most whenever a dad is a dad everyone's like oh he's a dad right, right? See, people yes. lose their minds i sent a gif to aforementioned lucy hancock of that one which i think is um oh, chris she's... farrell she's colin farrell Colin farrell eyebrows it, no he's turning around and a car explodes no, behind him colin farrell's got big eyebrows oh, right. that's cool, how cool, you cool. know cool. it could him be him. yeah i think it's him he's cool. wearing a suit he turns around presses a button and a car explodes and then the gift says ovaries it's your ovaries exploding okay, ovaries
0: exploding. okay. and then you sent that to, to everybody in the office oh, yes, yes. Yes. including max yeah did you pass it off as a joke like uh, i did my best
1: <laughs> <laughs> i did my sweet best okay okay it's a very <laughs> small because luckily, as well. the focus was pulled by the baby so people could give me the benefit of the doubt that that it was about the baby, the baby not the man it was about the arms it was about it the about arms this. thank god you hadn't gone really in depth that would have been yeah, exactly. terrifying I, every day I wake up in the night thinking. every day, I, every wake day I, I wake up being thankful I didn't go more in depth I literally do think like, thank god I did not say look at Max's arms or in any way because it was just yes. nothing in the email body not even the subject header nothing and yes. I am thankful for that every
0: day <laughs> so blessed um, now I think that's really like pushed us into a good space with work experience okay that it doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter as much as you think it does. No. And I think, I think that's, and I think if you feel bad, if you, if you're doing a work experience thing and you feel like you're kind of, you know, sucking basically, yeah. and like I think you should um, definitely just. Get in touch with any any friends who've done work experience before, other friends who are doing work experience. Yeah. Email them, like just chat, and so you're not alone in it. My friend, and Angus, make tea, and tea tea I was thinking, a really like, good thing. and
1: I was thinking, like, don't surround yourself by friends who've walked straight into a that summer a internship job. at the bank. Yeah.
0: But the thing as well, like the like making tea cliche is actually a very good way to do it. Because if you say, oh, does anyone want tea? You immediately have to speak to them. Yeah. You immediately have to get how they like their tea. Then it's obviously terrifying and hot because then you're like, what if I get the wrong tea? Yeah. But if you get the wrong tea, no one, cares. People, no one cares. You'll just go and remake it. It's fine. But like, it's just a nice way of, of having to visit people's desks. Yeah. And you, have, like, you get up, oh, you go about. what is it that you do or whatever? And, and the thing that you said before about not asking questions, just have some questions to ask before you go because it will make you feel better. Yeah. Like, no one cares if you do or don't ask questions, but, like, you'll care and you'll leave going, no, I was stupid, I didn't ask any questions, I didn't have any questions. Like, just any, just, like, literally asking people about their jobs. Like, oh, so how long have you been working nice here? Nice like, yeah. I, yeah. I, I literally thought that they were, like, gods because they'd managed to get a job. And, I ha- like, I was like, well, you must be doing something so incredible. And this is this whole world that I, now... I'll go into different offices every week and I would have no problem going into a new office now. I, it was like the my worst nightmare yeah. for years. Because you realise... It doesn't en- have to be. Eventually it will happen to you that you realise that
1: people aren't gods. They aren't these amazing grown-ups. They'll you know forget they your do. login. They are also just idiots.
0: Um, are we ready to tell the story? Yes, I think, well, I mean, it was all over the news, so I feel like people will have heard it. I didn't hear it on the news. Yes, it was everywhere when it oh. happened. But it doesn't matter. We will tell it because now we've come to the end of our work experience podcast. And we'd like to... And we'd like to offer you the job. We'd like to offer you the job. <laughs> um, but it's not about that, it's about experience. So we're going to tell you the worst... They're not going to offer you the worst, job, guys, just to be clear. The worst work experience story. Imagine if she listens. And if you are listening, whoever did this...
1: There's are, no way... You are excellent
0: if, and keep oh my God, going. we'd l- we feel you so hard. I think people... We want to tell this story. Not because cause it's funny. No,
1: it's because it's, it's awful. it speaks to me so hard. And I'm so sorry that you went through it. But it has... Honestly, I have clung to it in the darkest times.
0: Same. And I think we should all cling to it. And we should all feel the correct amount of like... Now, pity is the wrong word, but it really is. It's not pity, it's empathy. It's like the
1: deepest... That's so t- empathy. It's like you feel it as though it happened to you. I hope she's somewhere it incredible. would have put me off. I hope she's let it go. She's moved on. Yes. I, hope she, I hope all of those things. So, do you want to say it? Yeah. Should we tell it in tandem? I guess so. Not like one... Just uh, like, just together? Yes, sure. Not... <laughs> Really. And they do it all <laughs> one at the same time. So yeah. I think I'll, I will actually
0: undermine if that If like, that'll be a difficult story yes, to tell.
1: Okay. So, uh, a girl is on work experience. We can't mention a,
0: the magazine, but it's but a, a very...
1: Big, it's the posh one. Just a big, posh, posh imagine the poshest house. One. Like, it's a thick... It's a thick, big one, like where Meryl a thick, big one, Meryl Streepy. You know, yes, it's the Devil, Wears, Devil Prada. Wears Prada. It's the big, it's the big deal. It's a big fashion house. You nodding, Tom? A yeah.
0: out with it's not, it's not it the fashion
1: a... one. It's the posh one. Oh, so sorry, it's the posh one that rhymes with. That. No, stop it! Stop
0: <laughs>
1: it! It's a big posh fashion house. It's yeah. full of like really trendy girls. It's full of that Terrifying. Emily Blunt. Like really, they are, but li- they're living, breathing. I've never been there
0: because I'm too terrified. No, no, no. And also, they've not asked me. Of course. <laughs> Okay, so I was on work experience when this happened, Were you? I think, or I was at a job, either one, <laughs> and it <laughs> happened and it unfolded on Twitter, and the work experience girl, as part of her job, was tasked with every day taking the dog, Alan, out for a walk on the break. And it was a much loved dog that was featured in the uh, magazine a lot. It featured in the social media, social tag. media. Um, it was uh, had a lot of followers. It was a real like almost like a like a mascot yeah, much of so. the of the posh magazine. Tessa, would you like to take a So from
1: here? Alan is so deeply loved and cute and so cute. And what kind of dog is he? He I think a, he's a sausage dog. He's a little tiny sausage dog. I feel like he's a sausage dog. He's a little tiny sausage dog. He's adorable. He's much loved and. This girl has got this taking him for a walk job. Yes. And so here she has something concrete in her day yes. that she does and she d- takes the time and she, you know, she gets she to do this it. job. And she does it. And on this particular day, she leaves with Alan on the lead, walks out of the magazine building. Wow. Through the revolving doors with Alan behind her on the lead. And Alan's head comes off in the oh. revolving door.
0: Alan is decapitated. Alan is decapitated now. in the revolving now. door. No, it's <laughs> awful, and I'm laughing because of how awful it is. Also, i think there's a lot of rumour about whether it was fully decap, whether he was whether decapitated. He, he certainly died, and it was certainly because his head got trapped in the door. He so either way, died. The, she's killed she, the work. Exp- she's she's killed the the office dog of one of the biggest magazines on the planet. Um, potentially one of the biggest, uh, most loved dogs on the planet. But she's holding a lead with half, half a dog on it. Half a dog on it. <laughs> and it, 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 it unfurled on, on, on Twitter because it was like, um, I remember just seeing the timeline being like, stuff happening at, mm, house. Um, what's happening? Something awful's happened. What's happening? Oh, the dog's died. What's that? And then basically about an hour later, it was like, it was the work experience, the work experience. And everyone was like, no! Uh, and it gives me chills. So if you are at your work experience placement... You didn't... That hasn't happened. That, that, that ha- hasn't happened. That categorically hasn't happened. And you, we can all take heart in that story. I t- yeah. And you <laughs> are going to go on. You didn't do that.
1: No. You are doing your best. Even if you do that, it'll and even if you be do that, okay. It's going to be okay. You are going to go on to do such great things in a way that you, like the Baz Luhrmann song, cannot even fathom. Yet. Wear like you can Sunscreen. You wear sunscreen, guys, for God's sake. <laughs> but you just cannot fathom yet. And take heart, even when it feels like at your lowest, that like you are going to go on to do good things, mm. you just don't know what they are yet. Just just hang on and in. Have there. a look
0: at my thread on Twitter because it is X. I couldn't read all of them out, but it's at Stevm. The S is a five. And, and by telling them what happened to that
1: girl at one of the other magazines where everyone was really horrible to her um, about. The,
0: yes, about. The, so there's yeah. another fashion magazine, and I have no problem saying it wasn't a nice environment, very toxic. And the work experience girl would get the coffees every day, and they didn't. They weren't horrible to her. They were dismissive. It was like she didn't exist and was an anno- annoying bug. In their hair. She'd get their coffee orders. Their coffee orders were like, I mean, these girls would eat like a boiled egg for lunch. Their coffee orders was like skinny, non-fat, light soy milk, no milk, no coffee, coffee. Calories are like the devil here.
1: And Um, they had really
0: strung her along with this, like there's going to be a job, like blah, blah, blah. Yes, she'd been working there for months, unpaid. And she with kept this constant promise, being that like, was- by the way, by the way, if you stay, like, so, so, she was putting up with all of this stuff. Cause she was just like, so, um, there was um, an editorial assistant job that was it was open, and no one was was doing that job. She was just work experiencing and filling in for that job. So then she found out on her last day that she was being let go because her job had been filled by a rich girl who had just come out of school and had a connection with the company. She uh, got them their coffee, as always, and then left and said, by the way, all of your coffee every day has been full fat milk. And it was amazing. And I think that mic is... Mic drop. Mic set drop. Set the place on fire. Coffee out. drop. That was a long time ago, that. Yeah, that was amazing. Right, You don't have to do that and be that bold. But just think it in your head. I'm great and you're all awful.
1: No matter how bad they are to you, you're going to get out of there and you're going to go on to great things.
0: You really are. It's just an experience. It's not, no one's expecting anything. Just try and enjoy it. Don't worry. Make tea if you can. Have a chat with, with people at the water learn cooler. Learn to touch
1: type if you've got a computer with the back. If you've got a computer. And then it looks like you're doing loads of things. Teach yourself touch type. That's what yeah. I did.
0: If you make a mistake, it's not learn, the end of the oh, world. Learn
1: anything you've got on there, like PowerPoint or Excel. Or yeah,
0: fiddle around with it. Fiddle around
1: with learning those things on the computer. And then next time they say, like, are you Excel proficient? You could be like, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. it is. Sure. I literally worked for a week where they gave me nothing to do, so I taught myself Excel excel like yeah. learn to do those things yeah um become less afraid of it and and if you've got an intern in your office do your
0: best to look after be them be nice and, to them because it's hard it's it hard. Is hard um but yeah you can do it guys so um uh get in touch with us or via email so twitter is at stevie as a five at tessa coats just all letters that I taught myself on Excel (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah email if you've taught yourself to do email email us Um, podcast (laughs) at the debrief.co.uk get get the Microsoft Outlook and CC everyone in the office everyone and tell them that you're having such a bad time (laughs) yes please do Um, podcast at the debrief.co.uk and yeah see you next week stay classy guys stay classy and hang in there hang in there
1: Bye.
0: bye